0: That's the chunky. This is Kevin. I'm joined by James, who brought his own much larger organ today and a bunch of plates. So I don't I don't know what he's got planned for us tonight. Uh, Jared cannot make it tonight. He um, I don't know what this means, but he texted me. His head is caught in a stewed tomato. Um, so he will not be here tonight. Um, James is here. We've already caught up, so I'm gonna get right into an amazing email I got, um, and this person has been has asked to be credited as Matt, the disgruntled factory worker who got caught farting in the heads of Tammy Krabs dolls, Kamal. <laughs> uh, this is an amazing email. It's taken me too long to um, actually put this into action, but uh, I'm going to read it word for word. What about ranking all the original songs by how well they fit into your cue zone? And if Little Buff Boys doesn't win, I'll kill myself on live TV. God, the NSA should have fun with me saying that. Um, <laughs> you should have a cool music savvy guest host on. Well, we have James. So that yeah. comes. I kinda <laughs> like the podcast band splain on Spotify. They actually had a guest host on their Radiohead episodes that does a lot of Kanye music deep dives. My son has listened to that whole podcast. I can't remember what it's called. Um, I think that podcast is um God, I actually listened to that. I'm going to have to figure out what it's called. It's really good. Uh, think of all the songs. Baby of the Year. The Day Robert Palin's Murdered Me, The Bones Are Their Money. And he says in parentheses, this one's really my favorite. And I have an awesome t-shirt based on it. But the song doesn't allow me to connect to the series of asterisks below. So it loses some points. That's uh, We'll explain that later, I think. Uh, he says Baby of the Year again, which I, which made me laugh. Although I do think he means little buff boys. Uh, Moon River Rock. I played this one for my family, and they said it sucks. Palm Tree Guys, Friday night. He layeth on high. Dangerous nights. And he says, is it really called dangerous knife? The night is a knife. We'll discuss that. Uh, I'm sure I missed some, but this was my most terrific mowing the lawn thought for the day. Um, (laughs) There's a bunch of asterisks at the bottom which uh, first one says my 14 year old goes over to a friend's backyard one time a week where they have a personal trainer named Rod. And it says in parentheses, is there a more personal trainer named who run, <laughs> who runs a thing called tough teens, but I can't help but refer
1: to it as little bump boys. <laughs> oh man.
0: Um, we have some Wait, others. It- How oh, is go ahead.
1: tough teens spelled? Is it T U F F? I hope.
0: Wait, how is what spelled? Tough teens. It is an O U G H, which just seems like a uh, branding mistake. How do you Google yeah. that? Yeah. Um, he has some other hilarious things, but he also says, "As that's a chunky one in a award Yet, um, if you don't count the like several Pulitzer prizes we've won, um, and the Peabody and the Oscar, we have not won any <laughs> other awards uh, except for the Nobel Peace Prize, but that doesn't really count. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's kind of an amazing email. James and I, um, I, I kind of did some real homework today.
1: Yeah, I, I did a little research and I just want to, um, maybe warn the, the listeners because, uh, this episode is going to be somber, so it's all right to cry.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's good. I like that. Um, I also want to warn people that we're keeping this vague as to... the the concept of what's in our Q zone. So our rankings might not be what's best. It might not be what's funniest. Um, it's we're going by the vague um, concept of what's in our Q zone. For me, I, I just I have to put it out there. I actually based it on sort of like what probably the amount of times I've listened to each song or will eventually listen to each song. Um, And I'm going to throw out right now that I think my top four are essentially, like, I like the order I have them in, but they're all, like, 100 out of 100 to me.
1: Yeah, I I had a hard time figuring out just, like, what characteristics to rank them on, and (laughs) so I kind of did a little bit of a combination of, like, how funny they are just on their own, mixed with how well they fit into the sketch that they're being used for mixed with just like how yeah how how thinking about or listening to the song makes me feel or like you know think about the context of it so i feel like q zone is the only really fair way to (laughs) to categorize this because because there may be some that aren't so funny as a song that are ranked ahead of funnier ones but because of how they kind of like fit Fit into their place in the show
0: yes, and we will um, as always, we welcome hate mail. The email address is figure out what you at gmail.com and and we get a lot of messages on Instagram which really um, are a lot of fun for me so bring them on all right we're gonna let, we're gonna go in uh, James's reverse order and I'm just going to kind of say what my rankings are during the discussion. So uh, there are technically, if we try hard, there might be more than 10 songs, but we're going to do our top 10. Um, So James, what is your 10th pick?
1: All right. Well, before I get to 10, should I give like my my honorable mentions or do we want to just go ahead and start with 10 let's do those at the end because um
0: we might and and make sure i don't forget
1: though because i used to
0: do a podcast with some other people and i'd always be like honorable mentions at the end and then i would just forget to go back (laughs) to them um so it's your job to make sure i i don't forget
1: all right sounds good well i did um so for 10 i kind of am cheating a little bit in that i'm doing a a tie of two that are kind of uh permanently intertwined in in my mind so hopefully that's allowed it is um and you kind of touched on it in the intro i am putting baby of the year and little buff boys tied at 10 for me okay. wow. um i think <laughs> because the they're so the context is so similar you know it's, it's Sam Richardson, introducing an absurd uh, like viewing experience on stage about like ranking young, young children Uh, and he does a great job of, uh, you know. like expressing the, the the absurdity of his character's song and the the premise of of what he's singing about, so maybe it's a little bit unfair to put these so low. But I feel like the both of these to me were like the maybe the lowest part of their sketches. I feel like the sketches themselves were funnier than the intro songs for Baby of the Year and Little Buff Boys, so. So I don't want this to be seen as a reflection of how funny those sketches were, but I feel like the songs are more sort of like giving the opportunity for Sam Richardson to kind of like vamp a little bit and like uh, just sort of uh, get center stage on the the absurd songs. Um, So I kind of lumped them at the bottom of my top 10 Uh, I feel a little bit guilty about it because I still think they're both funny. Uh, You know, I think he he, in Baby the Year he goes into you know uh, are they ticklish? Are they jigglish? uh, And uh, some other sort of absurd uh, phrasings. And there's some (laughs) similar stuff in Little Buff Boys. Um, I forget the exact wording. It's like oh, I get it all. Strutting and scrunching or (laughs) something.
0: Squish, squishing, and scrunching, squishing yeah, exactly. and crunching with their buff, their little buff bodies. Um. All right. So I have to respectfully say I I disagree strongly. And by the way, are these um, are these after nine? Are these like ten and eleven? Or are these like nine? And yeah. 10?
1: Yeah. These are ten and ten and eleven. That's, all right. That's how I have it.
0: So I have I have little buff boys at six, um. Mm. For, First of all, I think if you put Sam Richardson if if you were smart as like a a show promoter in music and you had him perform that say like opening up for like a Kid Rock concert and then like the Juggalos with like ICP, I feel like that song charts. Uh, uh, yeah, it's, okay. It's got a little edge to it. Um I feel it's like It's got a
1: real strong finish. The the today
0: Today, end, like, great. if you were at a bar in a bar fight and little buff boys came on, it would like probably enhance your ability to fight.
1: Yeah, to I could see that. Example. I could also see it working as like a, uh you know, professional wrestling walk on song for someone, too. Like, um, yeah, oh, you know, for someone sure. entering the ring, maybe, maybe like a, a, especially for like a tag team, I think it would work. Oh, and I
0: can't believe you didn't say, uh, it can't be you little buff boys. You know why it can't be you.
1: (laughs) You're right. Yeah. They, they know why it can't be them. (laughs)
0: Uh, um, And I, I'm just going to throw out uh, something that might sound crazy to you. I, I considered baby of the year all the way at number one. Um, Wow. I picked it at number four. Um, I kind of think it's like a, a tour de force. I think, I think like if Sam Richardson had to like submit a reel for any comedy show, it's just like that song because he's like singing, he's dancing, he's smiling. You know, Sam's got that like amazing vibe about him. Um,
1: Yeah, it's absurd. It's like there is a lot of range in Baby of the Year.
0: Yeah, I mean, like you know, I'm a big hip hop fan, as some know. The internal rhyme of Rummy Bummy Tummies, that's like MF Doom esque. Heads are round, bellies are squishy. Um, you were talking about: are they ticklish? Are they jigglish? Uh, can they be tricked? Can they be chucked? <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> that's a line that I've never fully understood. What? Oh, what you understand? You understand? Is, is chucked like like throwing yeah, them? Throwing. <laughs> oh yeah,
0: it'll stay young for forever, dummy. Um, yeah, and and I know you know. I think a lot of us like talk about our um I'm coining this phrase by the way and this will this will last forever until we're at the um we're at the uh, conventions in like twenty five years with like a yeah. washed up uh Zach Zach Canaan uh <laughs> like forty five years. Um that everyone has their like I think you should leave alpha like the beginning when they're like how do you go from watching a show to like re watching and re watching uh baby of the year was mm-hmm probably one of the two or three sketches that kept me in it. Um yeah, the theme song it's ridiculous. For me it's just um Sam Richardson is just like an uber talent. I I bet uh 10 bucks on him at million to one odds that he'll win best actor in the Academy Awards. Yeah. Um, I mean
1: I can see I can definitely see that. I, and and that kind of range is fully on display in this song where he's like yeah, his facial expressions like he's he's <laughs> mixing the sort of the uh, caricature of a like hammy performer with like actually succeeding at being a, a like good hammy performer. Plus, like he has you know the uh, I forget which line he does it on where it goes. The music gets into sort of like a a hard rock kind of look look that. at their toes like so many curly canned shrimp <laughs> yes, yes, that exactly. make sense yeah, yeah yeah so i mean the range is there i feel like it's a a great vehicle for sam richardson really like showing the stuff and i mean I, I maybe it's unfair for me to have it this low i think yeah i i think that's I a great I don't think, song
0: i mean frankly I don't I don't want to talk about it anymore.
1: <laughs> uh, it's one of the most aggressive rankings of songs I've ever I've ever met.
0: <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Um what's your number nine?
1: Uh so my number nine is actually uh not from I think you should leave, it's from the characters. Ooh. Um number nine I have The Lady Luck song at the beginning of the Sammy Paradise sketch.
0: All right, so that that's
1: my number seven,
0: Sammy Paradise. Two eyes himself. Uh, The lyrics are, uh, "Lady Luck, they call her Lady Luck. That's definitely an amazing nothing line. When she when she kisses me, I'm in heaven. I'm as lucky as lucky seven. Cha ching, she's a dame who's fine." (laughs) Kapow, and she's mine, oh, mine. Zowie, she's the girl with the most. Kapowie, and I'm her host, Lady Luck. Good fortune, ring-a-ding-dong. I can sing to her all night long, make a wish, Lady Luck. All right, so I definitely might have had three or four days where my wife just tolerated (laughs) me saying ring-a-ding-dong all day. Yeah. Uh, it felt good. It I, felt real good.
1: <laughs> I think we've all been there.
0: <laughs> yes. Um yeah, it's it uh it's it's a really interesting song because it's um all right, I have I have two young kids. When you listen to like um Disney songs, there there's often stuff in them that make no sense unless you've also seen the movie cuz it's like the plot is woven into the song and like people uh, are sure, talking yeah. and uh this is one where he like is singing and talking and singing and talking um yeah and it really kind of works i think
1: <laughs> yeah i think i think the yeah it's it's hard to separate the spoken word parts from the sung parts right because like he has the little interludes where he's like uh here's a tip find a new line of work. Here's another <laughs> tip. A cool grand. <laughs> um, so I think there's a lot of like the of, I think both the song and those little interspersed lines are like a a good send up of like what you would imagine you know like uh, people from the 1940s who like think they're being clever and funny are like or uh, singing like a send-up of of you know, uh, uh, it almost makes me think of what um, Brian from the Brian's Hat sketch would think of as being cool. Is <laughs> like basically he's, <laughs> he's trying so to be of like Sammy Paradise. Yes, <laughs> that's a
0: thought I'm going to use on discussion of another song. But um, I'm, right. I'm I'm I still watch SNL, and, and in my opinion, it's like always worth watching. There's a lot of stuff that's funny to very funny. Um, But the thing I sometimes struggle with is most of the music performances are like, not the music, it's like the recorded songs that their comedians make are like kind of uncomfortable to me sometimes. Mm -hmm. And I feel like there's always this irony that like Tim didn't fit in at um, SNL. And then like (laughs) he makes stuff like this that's like the music is just incredibly functional and it works and it's like it's just it's funny in itself but also like he is functional enough as a musician where it's not like killing your ears to you know like sometimes on SNL you're like uh like I I can kind of deal with like Chris Redd I I like him but there's like I'm not going to mention the people I don't like their music because I like them (laughs) as as artists in general but I just feel like Tim is like very, very little of the music from the show is like I can't listen to this.
1: Um, yeah, I yeah. think I mean I, I actually I want it makes me wonder a little bit. You know, like there's a running sort of theme, especially in there's like a whole Detroiters episode where he's like a terrible <laughs> singer, oh, and yeah. then like I think there's definitely some examples where he's like. In, in I Think You Should Leave, where he's singing, but it's, like, not good singing, or, like, a, you know, not, like, performance quality singing, but it it makes me wonder a little bit whether he's, I'm sure he's, like, purposely playing that up, and so it makes yeah. me think there must be, like, a level of, like, in the same way that Biff Whiff has to be, like, a very yeah. good actor to be able to play a person Bad who's actor. overacting, Tim's gotta probably be a pretty decent singer to be able to play a person who's, like, A very bad singer. Um, I'm I'm thinking if you took,
0: yeah, if you took like the music, like not the musicians of the world, but like everyone of the world. Tim's probably (laughs) like a he's probably like a seven. You know, he's like not a professional singer, but like he'd handle his own at karaoke. Yeah,
1: right. Yeah, Um, exactly. All
0: right, number your number eight.
1: Yeah. So this at this point it's also a little (laughs) bit tough um i think there's i could potentially open myself up to hate mail for this but it's all I'm top putting. Ten. yeah my number eight is friday night
0: oh yeah you're gonna get some hate mail <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah although jared I,
0: jared had it unranked he said it was hard no just joking jared said it was his number
1: one um yeah i mean so i'll i will say like um I think there's an aspect of this that for whatever reason, this didn't grab me right away in the way that it seemingly did for a lot of other people. And so it's taken me a while for it to sort of become, uh, like, a firmly entrenched meme and like, uh, you know, a level of like. Uh, every Friday I think about this song <laughs> and, <laughs> and like yes. tweet about it to signal the start of the weekend kind of thing. And I think it is I mean, it's great and it's funny, but something about it just is like, it's almost like it's like in the uncanny valley of like being almost too close to being like a legitimately like catchy uh, enjoyable song. And so it's in like a little limbo of like, is it really a funny song, or is it like a like a little bit beyond being funny? I, I don't know. Something so about think, it just is like I a think, little bit yeah odd.
0: I think the humor is supposed to be that. I think the joke is, yeah, it's very it's very subtle, but I think everybody gets it. It's like yeah, the humor is that he's singing this song that is catchy it's very like, um, you know, from this trope of like, you know, these songs about like freedom and like feeling great. Um, And he's singing it at his mom's funeral. I I think
1: that's another aspect of it to me that I feel like, honestly, like, it's another one where if you, if you really rank it based on the sketch that surrounds it, and it's sort of humor of of its place in the sketch it certainly warrants being higher than i have it uh but so, i don't know yeah it was hard i i debated this jumping this as high as i think fourth uh,
0: i had a yeah. number three and okay. not coincidentally you know the amazing shout out to my favorite musical artist of all, all time three stacks andre sure Who's just supposed to be a great person as well? Um, yeah, I, I think one of the other arguments I could have to maybe push this up for you is, um, I think maybe out of all the songs on this list, if you hired like a pop artist to cover this, like it might be a huge hit. If you're like, yeah, Fr- Frank Ocean, we'll give you a hundred thousand dollars to <laughs> sing Friday Night and like the funny well, thing, Frank. O- Frank Ocean could probably get an Andre 3000 verse too. Uh, he's one of the only people who can. Um that would be like the biggest hit in the country for a little while.
1: Did you see the before season two, the like the acoustic song yes. promo for season or I guess it was just the, the song yes. from season one. Yeah, and, and then like I a feel guitarist, like that, right? Yeah, and that version of Friday night kind of like really moved it a step closer to like where you could see it, yeah, being basically like in the right hands, being a, a, you know, maybe maybe more of like a late 80s pop song or something, but like definitely like a song that could have charted or whatever in the right hands. Yeah, Yeah. I, I kind of feel like if I
0: had, if I like won that huge lottery that's about to happen, I might go yeah. to Netflix and be like, can I have the rights to the song for like $1. <laughs> $1. $1.5 million? <laughs> Just like call, try to get Frank, o- Frank Ocean. I got a million dollars for you. Uh, and you know, like my tombstone would be like made Friday night remix with Frank Ocean and yeah. Andre 3000. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Jared's going to cry if uh, yeah, he no. even listens. Jeez. Um, that's all right. Crying's yeah, healthy it's sometimes. Fair
1: and right. I think I feel like when people hear the songs songs that I have 6 and 7 there's there could really be riots in the street.
0: <laughs> <laughs> studded belt pulled taut that's
1: lyric yeah. all right yeah. number 7 all right so number 7 I have palm trees uh which is sung by Johnny in the uh in the laser spine specialists uh, it's my number okay. uh, it's my number 8. Okay. All right, fair. So it's it's close.
0: But my issue um, is I wanted to put it higher, but I couldn't hear it. I, I listened to the to the radio station all weekend and it never came on. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't even know what it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, that's fair. I mean, it's uh <laughs> I honestly it, it it's right in Johnny's q zone, uh, <laughs> so I, I feel am like a star. you know, <laughs> Yeah, nobody tricked me. Um,
0: <laughs> I love him so much, that actor Anthony Marciana. I love him so much. When he yeah, came he's, on, he's just the nicest person ever. Yeah, and his his
1: interview was great with you guys. Yeah,
0: and he's back to back too. He's like at the end of this sketch, and then as the the son and uh, yeah, the organ, the new
1: guy. Yeah.
0: Sorry, I interrupted you a bunch. I'm gonna No it's it's fine. I
1: I, this one is I mean, so this one it's um it's so short. It's such a a short clip of a song and so it made (laughs) it really hard to like compare it to others and it almost I had to I had to like think about it in terms of the context and just like the the humor of the idea as it um you know, as you experience it within the sketch, because it felt a little bit fair to basically like take, you know, two lines of a song and rank that above, you know, (laughs) uh, the other ones that are on my list. Um, But I think just in terms of the, uh, the impact on that sketch and like the, the humor that I find in like watching that, that sketch in that particular little clip I think it's way up there. It's It gives so much added depth to what uh, Robbie Starr is doing at Superstar <laughs> Track Records. And also, <laughs> it, gives the, <laughs> it gives the context to what, you know, what both what Johnny's situation is with, like, you know, desperately wanting to be a star, and also, like, <laughs> with how immediately willing to, like, all all Robbie Starr has to say is like, you know, give us some of uh, palm trees, and then Rob uh, Johnny immediately <laughs> launches into. It's like he's hypnotized. Uh, yeah, he's, he's like, yeah, almost like in a trance, like he's been. Oh yeah, my god! And, yeah, so I, I mean, and just, also just the cons, just imagining. I mean, in that promo for season two, there was. A slightly extended version of Palm "Palms" yeah. with like a few more lines, which really flesh out the the idea of it. But it was basically the perfect distillation of like, like a, a F tier imitator of a Jimmy Buffett song or something. Like, you basically, yeah. basically, you're just like really trying to cash in on like a you know a beach bar beach bar at a, a like cheap. Only some things included beach resort, like in I don't know, like inner city Tampa, <laughs> Florida, or something. <laughs> like. like main mainland yeah. Tampa. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's, uh, so yeah, and
0: it's... I, I think that's too. Is like they there's no verses. It's like they give you just like the concept of the song, and there's nothing else written as far as we yeah. know. Um yeah. amazing.
1: Yeah, so I think, think I think we're gonna be coming the back to sketch. Of, just the idea of there being the concept of palm tree girls and palm tree guys is just like <laughs> it, it encapsulates so so much just in in that concept. So yeah, I I think it's very funny and I, it's right, definitely right in my Q zone. It's also in Johnny's <laughs> Q zone. <laughs> it is.
0: That's a Chunky has always been supported by the Etsy shop of Swazine, Swayzine, S-W-A-Y-Z-I-N-E. Uh, in the past, you've seen his amazing motivational posters, his um, At the Nighthawks diner featuring characters from I Think You Should Leave, uh, you also know his vintage jazz posters of Paul Bufano, Marcus the Worm Hicks, and Mookie Kramer. Um, Swayzeen has a ton of new items in his shop we wanted to let you guys know about. Um, those three jazz posters have been turned into uh, attractive T-shirts. The Marcus Hicks in blue, the Mookie Kramer in green, Paul Bufano in white. He has a uh, very affordable... Uh, Bozo the Clown Clown Pewter sticker that you can put on your computer. Um, There is a Baby of the Year bib and onesie. Uh, He has Angels and Archways t-shirts as well as uh, two new posters, one featuring Dangerous Knights, um, which is being framed and put on my wall, and (laughs) an amazing portrait of uh, Brian from the uh, hat sketch, the insider trading sketch. Um, But the whole point of me re-recording this ad was to tell you about maybe the most innovative, I think you should leave product I've seen in my time doing this podcast, which is actual Dan Flash's shirts. So this isn't like a t-shirt that says Dan Flash on the front. This is a short or uh, short sleeve polo or a long sleeve uh, collared shirt that has the pattern Tim Robinson is wearing in the Dan Flash's sketch, uh, affordably placed at $30. I know when I went um, to the Dan Flash's stores at the Creeks, I spent $800 out, out the door and um, didn't eat for a long time. Uh, saving my per diem Um, but if you go to etsy.com slash shop slash swayzine again swayzine is s-w-a-y-z-i-n-e you can own these shirts yourself Um, and we want to thank uh reggie from swayzine for his support of that's a chunky